Christ, you people suck. Wow. Episode 700, don't get too excited, for May 23rd, 2022. On the show this week, it's just me and Anthony. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Very sad 700. Well, Drew's apparently in South Carolina, because he's a son of a bitch. Um, Wombat's, yeah, Wombat's getting shorter. Bring bring back the old racist Drew jokes. (laughs) Yeah. Going down South Carolina, uh, and then maybe next week we I have actually somebody... don't know much about honestly I don't know much about South Carolina I don't know which one's the shittier one eh I mean they're about the I'm... same no I, I used to I used to have uh, uncles that lived down there so I went down there quite a bit that that, that in Georgia so it's a lot of red red dirt down there which which is nasty and gets all over your your clothes and your car it's gross Anyway, yeah, it's episode 700. You know, maybe if there weren't 699 of these outside of this, then maybe that would mean something, but it's just another number. Just another day. But anyway, we can talk about video games. I played a little. You said you played some, so maybe we'll have some yeah. conversation. Oh, I have nothing relevant. <laughs> that, but I have games that I'm playing. Um, Yeah, so I, I guess the first two... um. Are just kind of like minor. Oh, you know what? I played. Well, I played four games. What's happening? Oh my um, goodness! Yeah, so uh, I played the game called Lineway on Steam. It's a very minimal puzzle game, and the idea is that you just have to draw. It, it's like a grid, and then it tells you where you have to start. And the idea is the line has to touch or go through every square. Um, it's a whole dollar on Steam. Ooh. I know. Big, big bucks. Um, fuck, is it addictive? Uh, it starts adding new mechanics, like some where you have to, like, grab a... Like, you're, at one point, the line has to pass through a key block. And then there's a lock block that is now accessible. But if you do it in the wrong... You can't go through the lock and then grab the key, obviously. Um... There's uh, blocks that are bigger than one square, so it's like a rectangle. And whatever side you enter from, you only have two exits because you normally would have, like, three if there's a block touching each side. Um, it, it's a really well-done puzzle game. And I don't know what what made me want to play it, but I was just like, I'm going to play it. And fuck, it's addictive. I, I'm going to say it, though, like, enough with the the weird calm music stuff in these games. I'm not playing it for music, and I usually just end up turning it off. You know, like, it, that's not relaxing to me. Um, 
I also played another sort of nothing game called Tiny Lands. Tiny Again, Lands. Pat, Tiny Lands. Why does that sound um, familiar? I feel like I've heard of that. It's game. on. It's on consoles. I played it on Steam. It's these little dioramas, and the whole thing is just find the difference. It huh. sounds and looks cooler than it actually is. Um, don't get me wrong; the dioramas are really neat. The issue is that the the uh, differences are always like just like a model moved or changed in size, so they didn't have to model anything different differently, really. Um, and that's kind of like disappointing. But the 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 little dioramas are are fantastic. Um, yeah, it's a neat little. You rotate these three D dioramas around to find out what's changed. I, you know, there's some. The first area is kind of basic forest visuals. Basic bitch. Um, but it gets into other stuff, and like that's where the game gets really cool. Um, with the last day to put credit, use your credit cards on eShop while we talk. I'm pretty sure that or tomorrow. One. It's two. less than. T- I saw a tweet this morning that it's less than 24 hours till it's done. Oh, okay. So then, then today is the last day as we speak. Yeah. And, um, I but I went through, grabbed a bunch of stuff that I had to grab still. I mean, you can still add funds to the account, but I'm just like, I don't trust them. Uh, put in my Persona Q cartridge only to find out, because it, it hadn't... Like, I'd opened the box, but not the actual game inside, apparently, which is very weird. Um, Put it in, and it's a faulty cartridge. It's the first time I've ever had that happen. When I was still buying physical media, that was like one of the first things I did was I would always take my games home, open them, pop them in just to make sure. Yeah, so so that was fun. I sent a Sega thing, and Sega's like, yeah, there's nothing we can do about that. And it's like, well, I wouldn't have sent you an email had I not found a YouTube video from like two years ago where the guy was like, they you told him to destroy the cartridge, and then you sent him a download code. But oh. I just ended up buying a downloadable version, even though it wasn't on sale. I just said fuck it, and then I have it at least. And Fox can just, bitches. yeah. Um, but I've been playing Rusty Sluggers. The hell is that? Okay, hold on. Is it Rusty Rusty Slugger? Is in the name of a Nintendo character. Um, Rusty's Real Deal Baseball is what the actual game is called. Um, oh, okay. It's weird because this character looks different in Japan. Um, I, I don't know why they, they like Americanized the character and it's looks a little like oh, Doraemon. So Sorry? Doraemon, doesn't he? That's the character I'm thinking uh, of. Kind of that style. That, that's Rusty. So Rusty Slugger's that. His yeah. Kids yeah. It's got that, 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 that kind of the big eyes, like round face kind of look. It's, is it Goemon or Doraemon? Kind of that style. Doraemon is the, the, uh, cat, big cat robot thing. And then this is apparently this is apparently the Japanese version. Yeah, Doraemon is what I'm thinking. The style, not okay. identical, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, I know. So, anyways, um, oh, that Japanese one is. <laughs> are you are you saying it's a bit um, uh, racist caricature? A little bit. Uh, yeah, maybe a little Chinese uh, look. Uh, yeah, uh, the, the yeah yeah. Uh, it makes the American one look far more palatable. Yeah, that's a little uh, rough. Palatable. Yeah. I mean, it's made by a Japanese company, so I guess it's fine. 
No, but but if it's like if it's like mocking Chinese and it's not okay, I don't think. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't. That know. looks like that looks like a racist character caricature of like with how they used to draw like Chinese people in like old time cartoons. That's. Mm. I, I suppose, yeah. The, the the teeth. It's the teeth thing. It's just. Uh... Oh, you're right. Oh no. Oh no. Hold on, I'm gonna make sure. Like the that feels wrong, man. Oh. Yeah. So, anyways, we don't have to deal with that. Thank God. Oh. Okay. So. <clears throat> I can. Oh God, this is uncomfortable to say. I can happily say that the Japanese char- racist caricatures were very much the same. Oh wow. Rough. Yep. So, anyways, um, uncomfortable character design aside. Uh, that we don't have to deal with, thank god, Rusty Slugger is far more visually appealing, and he's already ugly. Um, the idea is that he is an ex-athlete who has opened up a sporting goods store, but the sporting goods store doesn't have a lot of people come in, so he's invested money into video games. Okay. And he's a baseball guy, so it's all baseball video games. And the thing is, is like, it's 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 like a timing baseball game, right? Like the it's like an automatic pitch, and then you're hitting the ball. Hmm. And so I'm like, click, uh, you know, into the you know, you're trying to get points or whatever. Uh, you he gives you a donut or whatever, and I don't remember how. And then he gives you a demo, and you're like, okay. And he tells you about how his family life is going, and it's not good. And he asks you to take care of one of his, watch over one of his kids, because he's got too many. He's got eight. Oh, so the cover so of this, this game doesn't look anything like what you're describing. So, okay. <laughs> what happens is, you're your me. You get to choose your, you, you get to choose your me. And then you go over to the game shop. The Rusty Slugger's Sports Shack, sorry. And he's like, oh, buy my game. And you're like, eh. and he's like, wait, I have a demo. Here you go. So you take the demo home. And his, one of his kids, you get to choose which one. They all look the same. Um, will like walk you through. And it's like, here you go. Like, this is how you do it. You're in the 4DS. So it's like reality. You're me and his, the Rusty's kid go into the game system. Anyways, yeah. So you like go in, you, you hit, you do this little demo, and you finish all the things, and it starts marking off stamps on like a on like a chart. And when you hit certain goals, it gives you prizes, and you get one that's like a nose hair trimmer, and you get a donut. And the whole thing is, if you were to this game is a free to start game from Nintendo, and if you just bought everything from Rusty. It's 40 bucks for everything, which isn't bad, but you get all those prizes, and the kid tells you, listen, if you butter up my dad, he will inevitably cut you a deal. And I will tell you when he's gone as low as he is willing to go. So you are bartering <laughs> and, and, and sweet-talking and listening to this man's problems. In hopes that he will discount the games. Alrighty. So, so in, in real world cost, the whole game costs about forty dollars. However, if you like 
sweet talk him and do all this extra mini game work to earn all the games at the lowest possible price, you, you can buy it for sixteen. What a weird concept! I was gonna say that's uh, that's a little, a little weird. So so yeah, but like you know what? They're, they're it's pretty good, pretty good fucking video game. Um, like the first one is just like batting practice, and eventually there's like a pitching one and stuff. But like the first one's just batting practice, and it tell it shows you like the the first row there's like a five by five grid of all the challenges in this batting practice mini game, and the first row or first column is like speed, so it gets faster and faster. Second one is like odd timing. The third one is. Um, multiple throw like multiple locations that they're throwing from, uh, and then one of them is like a UFO game where the, it pitches to you, and the idea is that if you hit it, like where it is on the bat, like you hit up or down, and the idea is to break as many of these UFOs as they come in by hitting the ball either down or upwards. It's really smart game, and I it was like, ah, you know, like, I've been hurt hearing lots of things about it. Let me just, you know, give it a shot before the shop closes so I can figure out if I want to spend money on I did. I absolutely was like, yep, I'm going to buy this mini game, and then, uh, yeah, I'm going to sweet talk them down to the minimum amount. <laughs> um, And then the other one, I was like, the other game I played, I watched this, like, big, man, I watched a lot of, like, retrospectives about Ratchet and Clank, and they're like, man, that first game and second game are just the fucking peak of that series, in my opinion. Not to say the rest of the games are bad, but, like, I don't think either, any of the others top the first two. Like, even the remake of one, it doesn't even come close to the original. Um, it looks pretty, don't get me wrong, but, like, it's not the same game. Um, so, I was gonna play that on PS3, and I found the fucking Sly Cooper collection on my shelf first, and went, alright, fuck it, we'll play Sly Cooper, those are a quicker game, and I'm already, like, 75% of the way through. The first one, or all of them? Uh, the first one. Okay. Yeah, please, the all, all, I, I literally started it yesterday. Um, it's not that long a game. I'm gonna say it right now. Sly Cooper. Really good character design, really good lore. I like some of the concepts. That first game does not hold up. Yeah, it's Um, another one of those games that's that's also kind of eternally tied to the PS3 as well. It's not even that. So the, 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 the problem with, um... The problem with the first Sly Cooper game, and this is a problem they solved in the later ones, uh, one hit death. Oh uh, yeah. Now, now that's not a, a, a huge concern, except that like it makes you collect three hundred coins for an extra life. That's some that's calling sixty four well, shit. The reason is a hundred coins gives you an extra hit. Two hundred coins gives you two hits, and three every hundred on top of that gives you uh, an extra life. 
Now, you can go and grab a bunch from the first area, and, like, I'll probably end up doing that again at some point, but, like... That's not fun. No, and and, and <laughs> it's not even the levels. Uh, the levels are are pretty easy. The problem is that every boss fight in the first game plays totally different than the main game. Do you remember that, people? Do you remember how fun that was? It was never fun. Um, so the first boss fight is against uh, Raleigh the Frog, and it's fine. It's it, it's 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 what you'd expect from a platformer boss. The second fight, you don't actually hit the guy mugshot. Um, you hit mirrors in the stage while dodging gunfire. So you're running around this shitty grid with way too much space um, for him to see you. And when he makes eye contact, like, he shoots at you. And they're hard to dodge. And then you finish the first floor. And then you go up to this, like, dollar sign floor. And that is a pain in the ass. And it's just like, okay, you finish that. And then the third part of that stage is, like, way too easy. So, all right. Then the third level's, third area's boss is um, a fucking uh, rhythm game. And it's the shittiest rhythm game. I I had to do it way too many times. You had to start over from the beginning every single time. You... Like, rhythm games really found their place by, you know, having something to line up with. Instead, she just shoots the, like, face button symbols at you. And the camera is positioned in a way where you cannot tell when it's going to hit Sly necessarily. Like it's it's not intuitive enough. And so I had to do that multiple fucking times. And it's just like these small little things where you're like, I'm so much is fixed with Sly 2. Like so much is fixed. Um you know if I, it, it's it's of its time though. Like that's the thing. Like it's the it's PS2 so weird was a, like, yeah, it was a weird time for platformers on the PS2, and and it's an early PS2. I think this. I think Sly Cooper might predate Jack and Daxter. You might be uh, right. And um, I don't know. You like I look at those other. I look at Ratchet and Clank and Jack and Daxter, and those they, like hold up better, but. Sly 2 and Sly 3 are probably the more modern-feeling games out of all those PS2 titles. Nope. Jack and Dexter was first. Oh, really? 2001, uh, December. Sly Cooper was September 23rd, 2002. Oh, so, but it it beats Ratchet and Clank. Okay. Still, it's, it's, it's early, you know, for something that was owned. And I'm reminded of the... So I'm playing it, and I'm like, man, they were going to make a movie out of this. And, like, it was one of the few things where I'm like, a movie would have made sense, but, like, they kept the voice of Bentley and Murray and then removed the voice of Sly, and I'm sorry, but, like, I looked up the voice actor for Sly Cooper, and he's done almost nothing else. 
and it sucks because he's so fucking good. I mean, also to be fair, this was only Sucker Punch's second game, so. Uh, the first one was Rocket, Robot, and Wheels, right? Yep. 1999, Nintendo 64. So, so the funny part is, is that, like, the evil villain in that game is a raccoon. Who originally was going, like, Sly was going to look more like. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's a really, it, it, the best parts of that game are, all the weird lore and and how these villains, you know, stole from Sly's father and killed him, and but then oh fuck, so like and, and more things like so there's racing mini game in it, fucking hell the learning curve on that like because it doesn't play like a racing game because it's clear, uh, clearly using the same engine that you would have Sly using in the normal platforming levels. Um, the way that the, tr- the the vehicle moves is like they've just replaced the Sly model with a vehicle. Which might be the case, but like it's it's that, and then, yeah, there's all these little weird mini-games where it's like, yeah, here's a vehicle that can shoot in multiple directions, and uh, you're gonna... Here, this mission, you have to... You have to you have to hit fifty chickens and avoid the bomb roosters. And you're just like, I really am glad we moved away from this. Like, man, platformers at one point just said, "Fuck you," and you're gonna fucking catch fifty goddamn chickens. And like, I get it. All those games had shitty things, but like, man, the the PlayStation era had a bunch a PlayStation 2 I should say era had a bunch of like yeah this is great we have this idea we're going to throw it in and it's like yeah I'd rather you don't like ratchet avoided it but like man there's a flashback to Jack and Daxter there's a little game where you have to take a net and catch fish and avoid the poisonous ones as they come downstream at you and it's just like if you put that in a game today I'm pretty sure you'd be fired <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, Sly Cooper, it's still, uh, for the most part, is a really good game. Until you get into boss fights where they're like, what if we changed it on you? Um, yeah, I, I, like, man, nostalgia is a hell of a drug. It's terrible, but I'm, I'm eating it up. I really wish they would, they would do a nice collection of those games. Well, I, I really wish they, uh. On modern yeah, I really platforms, wish, I should confirm. I really it's... wish they would con- collect all four Sly Cooper games. Um, because having them on... I, I don't think that fourth one is, is acknowledged as much as it could be. Because well, it's, it's just Sucker not Punch. part of the... Yeah. yeah, but it's still a good game. Yeah, it is. It's So it's just one of those, like... Not that I played all of it, so... But regardless, um... The... Like, I don't... I think people were, like, ready for a new console when that game came out. Because, like, it, that was one of those games you could buy it and get both the Vita version and the PS3 version. If you bought the PS3 disc. And it's just, crazy like, that Sly Cooper's been stagnant since the PlayStation 3. Um, and it... Man, 
Who did that one? Sunzaru. You knew that off the top of your head? Yeah, it's because it was, it, from what I remember, the story was, is like, it was, a, they, they did it without permission, and then showed it to them, and they were so happy about it that they went ahead and did it. Like, I think that was the story behind that one. Oh, okay, so they did, they did the port of Secret Agent Clank to PS2. They did the Sly Collection. Then they did Sly Cooper Thieves in Time. Bentley's Hack Pack. They did the Vita versions of Sly Collection, God of War Collection. Oh, they did the actual good Sonic Boom games for the 3DS. Um, I say that, you know, because <laughs> there's one that's bad. Um, now they're doing VR games. Yeah, well, the last one, yeah, Asgard's Wrath. And oh, the last this three is where... games they did. They did a Marvel VR game, and they did a VR sports challenge. Well, they did this Spyro Reignited Trilogy, Year of the Dragon. That's the reason why I didn't. And then they also did Tron Runner in uh, in between the VR Sports Challenge and Marvel Powers. But regardless, like, this is where... Oh, wow, they're... Oh, no, they have a one in Ottawa, Ontario. Huh. Okay, so anyways, the the uh, thing that disappoints me with, with Sony, not to get into the fucking shit, me giving them shit or whatever, but, like, high-impact... Sanzaru, like, these are, like, it still hurts me that High Impact is closed. Um, the, there was these studios that they had doing portable games. And, um, they were as good as the console counterparts that they were taking from. Now, I'm not going to tell you that um, Ratchet and Clank Size Matters is the best Ratchet and Clank game, but for it to be as good as it is on the fucking PSP was crazy. And, you know, they had another Jack and they took all these PS2 franchises and did like one last game with them. I guess Ratchet had two. And on the PSP before they moved on to like PS3 stuff. Um, Ratchet had Slice Matters and Secret Agent Clank. Um, well, fuck, Jack and Daxter had the early one, which was Daxter, which was an interquel, essentially. And then they had, um, uh, the Frontier game, which was a PSP and then a PS2 game. And, uh, Sly had Sly 4 on PS3, and they were moving into PS4 at that time. So, like, all these really good series, these beloved series, have these games just not included anywhere. It sucks. And and they're not the only ones that did it. Sony, I just call it because they're first-party stuff, so there's no reason. Um, but, like, Grand Theft Auto, Liberty City Stories, and Vice City Stories, they're just gone. It sucks. I, I These are really weird games that um, I want to say are just as good and, and in some ways better at times uh, than their counterparts and uh, they're just not even available so well, I'm sure we'll talk about the list later oh, yeah. on oh yeah we will but like um, fuck man like I would love to I'm not asking for a um a miracle I just want those PSP titles 
and and you know some of the PS3 stuff that like is forgotten about to come back because they are in these series. It's not like I'm asking you for some weird obscure title. Like at all. I'm asking you for literally, hey, you put this out as a portable game, which limited the audience, which was not really here. They were on home consoles. Take those games and put them back out. Um and and some of them have a PS2 version, so it's not like you have to redo the controls. The only one that I think doesn't have dual analog control is Daxter. So, anyways, I, I'm just sorry, I went off on a tangent there, but it's just like, yeah, I love all these, like, old platformers as much as there's some jank and, like, unnecessary mini-games in them, but, like, it is from a time in Sony where they just seem to be, like, firing on all cylinders and, like, that shit is just gone. So, yeah. that's a bummer. Sorry, I, I bummed myself <laughs> Why are you going to be there. such a bummer, man? Um, Sly Cooper, really good. really want to get onto Sly 2, though, so I can actually start playing the game, because... I think everybody forgets there's almost no stealth in that first game. That's weird. None. Yeah, right? Because in the second game, you sneak up and you can steal from guys, and you don't do that in the first game. You can't hide under tables. The only thing you have is barrels and um, avoiding flashlights. And if you walk up to an enemy and hit them, the, the, the alarm just kind of goes off because he sees you for a split second because, I don't know, they just... And so you're there. It's a very odd uh, game to play, knowing what that series becomes and having that knowledge and then trying to go back to the first game. I'm like, well, it's like, okay. But Panda King, I'm currently f- getting ready to fight him. And fuck, man, like, again, the lore. The lore is some of the best. Um, but that's it for me. Like, I, I mean, it's a lot of weird shit. But again, nothing, uh, nothing modern. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, it's kind of a quiet time right now anyway, so it's not that big a deal. Uh, Alright, so I'll go through some stuff. Let me think, what's the quickest way to get through this? So I'm going to go <clears throat> through smaller games first. Let me scroll up here. So, uh, the indie games this week I checked out uh, was Divination Console Edition. That's a weird game. It's almost like a puzzle game mixed with a visual novel where you're this like pair of hands and you're giving people divination and then you do this little puzzle with these blocks to give them their almost like a fortune teller reading um i do like the art style Uh, i think it's pretty cool but just not my kind of game uh behind closed doors a developer's tale is a like pixelated side-scrolling narrative driven game uh you start off Waking up, brushing your teeth, going to work. I think my favorite part is when I got to work, I talked to everybody, like at the 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 place, and we'll, like the third guy I talked to. The only thing he'll say to you is, "I hate my job," and for some reason that was just really funny to me. Um, but then like you sit down at your computer and you 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 do some coding, like you reply to emails. You have to tap the A button, like you're pretending to reply to the emails, and then you go in and write code by tapping the A button. And then you can actually go in and play your game. It's it's interesting. Uh, Nirvana Pilot Yumi. So this game apparently already exists on the Switch. And 
it's just now coming to Xbox. The difference between the, the Switch and the Xbox version, and I'm sure you'll be able to pick up on it real quick, is that the Switch version is rated M. The Xbox version is rated T. So, do with that what you will. Um, this doesn't... I, this is like I'm living in backwards land. Yeah, it's weird. Um, But it's... It's a... The gameplay itself is just you, like, connect with somebody and then you pilot this ship left, right, and jump, and, like, it's fast, and it's all about reflex kind of stuff. The stuff in between is, is like, dating stuff, and it's kind of weird. Okay, so I'm done with, like, I, like, I don't get it. I don't understand it, and someone has to explain to me, why does everything have to have some sort of weird dating sim in between. Oh, did you see the big news this week? So, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, the reason why I ask is because, like, in my, like, I'm gonna grab DLC for games I have. I realized, like, Fire Emblem didn't always have some weird dating sim in it. No. What the fuck? Yeah, they added it. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, it doesn't. You do you think that doesn't make sense? Did you see the news this week? I didn't cover it in the news, so I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. They're making a dating sim for Dead by Daylight. Yeah, I saw that. I, I get it, but the joke is old people. Like it's, it's the. What is it? Uh, there was another one that did something similar to that. Another it was like a game or, or something where it was like, it's a dating sim, but haha, it, it's a joke. But at the end of the day, it's still a dating sim. So what? Who's... Are you talking about the pigeon one or how to uh, boyfriend? The pigeon one. The pigeon one is definitely the first of the comedic ones. Um, but no, there was one where it was like a self parody, and I went, is it though? Uh, I don't know. It's just as soon as I see those, there there are so many the way games are made today. There are so many game styles that I immediately just stop. I'm like, this okay, is so so not for me. There's a couple here. Um, okay, that one's pretty good. <laughs> Date almost anything simulator. <laughs> oh, that's fair. That's like that, that one's that one that one. It's got me. This is the one I remember now. I love you, Colonel Sanders. Oh yeah, the like that's Otomi, the one I was thinking. Like yeah. KFC game or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean Dream Daddy, I guess, but I'd argue, I'd argue that that was just a different audience that wasn't getting content to them. You know? Yeah, sure. Um, the other one, the other one, but it's not, it wasn't based, because I remember this one too, but it was, it's not based off of really anything, but it's Sucker for Love First Date, which is you're dating Cthulhu. Oh. Or something like that, and you're just like, okay. you just kind of stare off into space and go, yeah. I mean, it makes sense okay. when you, when you pull in the stereotype of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of gamers yeah, you don't, and all yeah, that I mean, stuff, yeah. but like. But, yeah. It's just not. It, I, it's, I don't it's, care. it's like the joke. The joke dies. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, the next game I played does not have any dating simulation in it, <clears throat> and I was actually excited to play it because it looks cool. It's called They Always Run. It's a 2D uh, side-scrolling action game. 
And the hook is that you play a bounty hunter who has a third arm on his back. Um, and how they pull this into the gameplay is that he can use the third arm with like a different button uh, to parry combat moves uh, as well as like grab enemies. And that, that third arm has like three charges and you build those charges up by performing, you know, parries and combos and things like that. And it's, it was a very interesting concept, but then I started playing it and the tutorial just is like so complicated and so complex. And they're throwing like all of these systems at you and these different ways to do moves. And I'm like, I kind of just want this to be a simple side scroller. Um, but the tutorial just goes through so many systems and mechanics that I just I kind of just like zoned out really quick. But I do like uh, the, it plays really well. I like the way it looks. It's it's got kind of a standard uh, pixelated side scrolling look to it, um, and it's interesting. So if you're if you're looking for something a little more complex, I think that would be a good one to pick up. Uh, and then the last thing I played was this Rattalaka game, The Legend of the Dragon Flame High School Collection. Looks like it wants to be River City Ransom, but it's just not. Uh, okay, so I saw that for, like, Switch, and I looked at it, and I went, this looks like a really bad River City Ransom. It, it's exactly what it is. It's a really bad River City Ransom. It's exactly what it is. Um... For my retro stuff this week, I pulled out a bunch of Xbox original games uh, that were backwards compatible because I don't have my <clears throat> I don't have my original Xbox hooked up um, because I don't have any component cables going into my OLED. Uh, so I was just going to play stuff that was backwards compatible on the 360, but not backwards compatible on the Xbox One. So I booted up a couple games. I checked out uh, Batman Begins. Um, cause I remember that being a movie game that when it came out, we were all like, this is better than it should be. And it's not bad. Um, it's a very, it's, I've heard described as, uh, Roto Arkham. Yeah. It's got a little bit of that, that combat system in it. And, but it, it is also like Sly Cooper, a game of that time where the controls are not as good as you want them to be. So it definitely takes a little while to get used to. Um, the next game, I don't know if you remember this, uh, back in the days of when Midway was pumping out a bunch of shit, uh, Freaky Flyers, which is a like airplane racing game kind of in the same vein as a Mario Kart style. With really big... I remember the logo only. Mm-hmm. Which was like, and I'm, was it black and white and had like a really weird erratic font? No, it's not black and no. white. No, oh, am I? So it's no. Colorful. This is not the game I thought it was. Never yeah. mind. I I know which. Now I look at it. What the fuck game was I thinking of? I don't know. Black and white. I don't know that yeah, one. Maybe. Well, the whole reason. Anyways, yeah. Go ahead. Continue. It's, yeah, it's actually not bad. It actually holds up. Fairly well, like controls pretty well. It's got some interesting art style. The levels are huge. Um, so I had some fun playing that. The whole reason I started doing this is because I wanted to get to the suffering because I had not played the suffering in a long time. That's I, a very weird, weird walk to the the suffering. Well, they're okay. all of my discs are in alphabetical order. So I started with Batman Begins. <laughs> I went to Freaky Flyers, and unfortunately, I ended because I got distracted by something else. The last game I played was Mortal Kombat Armageddon. I skipped over Deception, went to Armageddon. 
And I forgot that Mortal Kombat Armageddon had a create a character. Yeah, but you can only make, like, one, if I'm correct. Well, you can only create one, and all of the stuff to to customize them, you have to unlock by playing and, and collecting coins. So, mm. I mean, it's also, interesting. the game I think I'm thinking of was Freak Style. Oh, that motorcycle that's the, racing the motorcycle game. game, yeah. But that's the font I was thinking of. If it has a very erratic sort of like graffiti esque font, God, there I was were like so many of those games in that dude, era. It, it, it that's a re- so I just put the font. I, honestly, Freaky Flyers. I think I was thinking this stupid fucking cover too, which is not a guy flying. Clearly, he's like doing the Superman off of a motorcycle, but. That is the game I was thinking of. Oh, oh God. If God. I remember correctly, Freakstyle was one of the not very good of those games. Hey, EA Big got a greatest hits out of it. <sighs> I mean, <laughs> it was another game with uh, Click Click Boom on the soundtrack. Oh, shit. My saliva. Yeah. Like, how many games I, of that era had I, that song on the soundtrack? Yeah, that and Dragula. Ugh. <sighs> Uh, I uh, and let the bodies hit the floor. You. Okay, so so I'm oh man. Here's a bummer story. <laughs> All right, so we're so my friend and I, and I like we've been friends since oh my god, like kindergarten. And I moved away, and then you know he stayed in in the city he's in, and we went to this um like old movie store. It's closing, so it was there for fuck like almost 30 years and so we go in there and fucking drag you plays while we're in there sure and it's just like yep this is a dying store <laughs> yeah this feels very much of the time they still had vhs tapes Ugh. some very few but some uh we bought some cds from them they had like almost none of their games left this used to be the place to rent stuff from because they had it forever for the most part, and buy movies for cheap and stuff, but, like, um, yeah, it's just, it, you mentioned, like, you mentioned all those songs, I mentioned Dragula, and that just popped into my head, it, yes, that was the only time I think I've ever heard it in the wild, not played for a joke. <laughs> oh my god, I, I remember that era you know? of, like, you, you want to hear the funny thing, um, so I went to E3 in 2002, um, which was the year Mortal Kombat uh, Deadly Alliance was coming out. Um, and it was such an era of that. So if you remember, Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance had a co-marketing deal with the band Edema. And they did, like, the title song, the Deadly Alliance title song. And when I went to E3 in 2002, which was the first time I met Ed Boon, great person, um, they were playing a concert at E3 that I so I saw Edema in concert at E3 in 2002 to promote Mortal Kombat Daily Alliance <laughs> wow. that era was 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 all that shit those those radio friendly metal bands so oh. I oh god um do you remember Test Drive the PS2 test drive game that was like yeah. city racing. Yeah. Well, I asked that because like if you look that up, 
a lot of people don't know what the hell I'm talking about because there was like multiple test drive games. Yes, there were. This is the several... one that has the graffiti font specifically mm-hmm. on the cover. Um, but it has a different name overseas. Uh, test drive overdrive is the name of it, like everywhere else in the world. The Brotherhood of Speed. Yeah, that um, was the anyways. PlayStation Two Xbox era game test drive. Yes, that is that is what made me a fan of life. <laughs> like I fucking hate myself, and it doesn't have, it doesn't have, uh, click click boom in it. See, it feels wrong it has, for a game of that era not to have click click boom. Uh, it has, uh, oh my god, give me a second. I mean, there's so many of those bands uh, from that era. No, but it's it's it is saliva. It, it it's from that same album. Um. Is didn't they? Wasn't that also the the intro track for BMX Triple X? Was click oh, click dude, boom? Dude, don't ask me fucking anything about that movie. Uh, it was lackluster. That's what they got in uh, <laughs> in Test Drive. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, every every fucking I have to read the soundtrack now because it's so fucking. Oh god damn it! It's so cringy. Um. Yeah, like they had Bubba Sparks in there. Okay. Yep. Uh DMX We Right Here. I mean that that tracks. Two two songs by the band Crud. Uh a bunch of junky <laughs> XL tracks. Of course of course there was a band from that era called Crud. Yeah. Because uh, of course two, there was. Two Jab Rule tracks. Yeah. Two Oh my god, Click Click Boom is in the soundtrack! See, I, I told you, it's that. in every single game from that <laughs> era. Let's say two Moby tracks, and then just the most random one is like, Young MC Know How. What? <laughs> yeah, that's that's weird. Young MC wasn't relevant at that time. No, and not that song. <laughs> yeah, how's you know? it not Funky Cold Medina or, you know... Yeah, Funky Cold Medina was a little before fucking 2002. Well, I mean, most Young MC tracks were before 2002. That's not Young MC. Oh, sorry. Um, I'm thinking of the wrong guy. Yeah. Young MC was... You know what? You know what? Here's here's the funky thing. You know what I think of when you say Young MC now? It's the Taco Bell song. So, Young MC did a song for Taco Bell. He's like, I'm Young MC. I got a story to tell. I just got a new cup from Taco Bell. Oh, no, he did. Five cups in all. (laughs) I thought, I'm like, please tell me, please tell me, uh, I'm like, please tell me you're confusing him with MC Hammer, because I know MC Hammer did commercials for Taco Bell. Nope. Young MC's Taco Bell song. Yeah, 1990, baby. Oh, yeah, I love it. I love it. Ah, but anyway, uh, I do have two somewhat bigger games to talk about. So the first one I'm reviewing, I did not know what this game was, so you cannot give me shit. Uh, So they sent a code over for a game called Dolmen. D-O-L-M-E-N. And it looked like... I legitimately... Give me a minute. Maybe I remember this game. It just came out. Like, literally just came out. Oh, it's roguelike, isn't it? Nope, it's not a roguelike. Oh, shit! It's a Souls-like. <laughs> oh. So, it was like, so I saw, <clears throat> I saw like the screenshots and the videos, I was Ooh, like, oh. that's not good. What's that? 
apparently this game. <laughs> yeah, so like it came in, I was like, oh man, this looks like a cool like <laughs> inspired. It, yeah, so yeah, I was like all excited. I was like, oh man, like this is like a Cthulhu inspired action adventure game. Like that's gonna be cool. And then I started playing it, and it was giving me tutorials with things on the ground. Um, and then it taught me about the the. Um, the attacking with the triggers and, um, my stamina bar. And then the first time I died, I was like, oh, I gotta go back. I gotta do a corpse run. And I'm just like, fuck. This is Souls game, isn't it? Um, it's got mostly negative reviews on Steam. It's, so the problem, and here's here's the thing, and I know there's probably not a lot of developers that, that listen to this show, but here's my take. I get that you want to capitalize on the Souls game, but if you're not doing something that is making your game stand out, or your game is not, like, really, really, really good, and, and, and nothing against this game, it's perfectly serviceable, it's fine, it plays fine, like, the enemies are somewhat interesting, the combat feels okay, it's not very weighty. Like, if you're going to do a Souls game, you gotta, if you're going to take a swing at the king, you gotta knock the king down. Otherwise, you're just going to get lost. I think the only one, so there's two that are remembered. Well, Lords of the Fallen is remembered because it was, like, one of the first clones. Okay, so there's three, but the other, other, one of them is that studio's other game, which is, um, give me a second, I can never remember. uh, Which studio? Oh, the surge, yeah, the surge, is and that's because popular, that's yeah. because, but that's because they were like, yeah, we're not going to do a gothic-looking title. Yeah, it's futuristic. We're, just, we're not, yeah, futuristic. So it even has a Western DLC, studio, which is cool. So that studio and that studio, apparently, the surge two is much better than the surge one. Yes, it is. And so that studio was like, we are not going to just do souls. We are like, we did that before. It was fine, but we're doing it with a different coat of paint. Well, they also had All a right. hook to that game, if you remember, where you could Which attack the, the body part, yeah. yeah, and then take them off so, and put them on yourself. So, so it's they did enough there. But even even if you considered it like a, a, a clone, it's like yeah, but they've also like tried to. I think they I think they're fine with being a clone. You know, it's not like. And they never brandished themselves as a Souls-like. No. You know, other these studios that pop up and are like, it's a Souls-like, don't mention better games in your marketing. No, don't do that. That's, that's... Don't be like, if it's a platformer, you don't call it a Mario-like for a reason. <laughs> My new fighting game is a Mortal be... Kombat-like. Yeah, the game like Street Fighter. How many of those are successful? That's what I thought. Um, God, so... Yeah, and the other one is um, Mortal Shell. Oh, and Mortal yeah. Shell was weird, and Mortal it Shell was very like weird. And, and it looks like Dark Souls, which is crazy because I would figured that would have been the killer. But like people remember that because it was different. Like I've only heard positive conversations about Mortal Shell. Yeah, you know it's got some weird lore, and it's still you know you you take over different bodies and stuff. Like all right, um. You know, like, nobody remembers that game I played that I can't even remember the name Immortal of. Unchained. Uh, Mortal Unchained. That's, yep. Yeah. Like. The gun-based Dark Souls. Yeah. And that hook sucked, because what do guns need? Ammo. 
Yeah, this uh, dolmen has um, both melee and ranged weapon combat, and you have to charge your gun with with the uh, stuff you get from the enemies. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. It's just it's just so uninspired, and you play it, and you're just like, okay, so there are like much better versions of what you're trying to put out here. So what was your thought process here? I, I just I don't know. It's weird. Um, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't think that game, I don't think people are going to be talking about that game next week. That's kind of my point to that. Okay, so, alright, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, I wonder what that team did, because like, at the end of the day, I'm not, I'm like, Immortal Unchained was not, was not amazing, but it was fine, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, what are they doing now? Um, so, other release games, they have Westmark Manor, which is a mind-bending survival horror game with plenty of exploration. Um, and Bloodsports TV is a co-op top-down hero defense game. That's from 2015, so. Hmm. Uh, Westmark Manor has a mixed review on Steam. Okay, so these are games that they release. They have a pretty meh track record. So, what are they working on? Minimal Effect is a story-driven space adventure with colorful cast of characters on a quest to save the galaxy once again and get into a lot of space alien combat. It's a comedic Mass Effect. Huh. Okay. All right. Got a little bit of a Rick and Morty vibe in the artwork. Um, (laughs) You know that adult animation artwork style? They're working on that. You're like, okay. Minimal effect. I I get it. Fine joke. Evil Evil v Evil is a co-op first-person vampire shooter with a player-directed, continuously updated storyline. Can't imagine this working out very well. Yeah, that's the other thing that I think developers are really having a hard time with is multiplayer. Wait, 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 wait. This is the kicker, Ken. Block and load two is a team-based player-versus-player hero shooter. Oh, goddammit. Where players have to think on their feet and survive in arenas they can build up, destroy, and fill with turrets, teleporters, boosters, and more. (laughs) This studio has no original ideas! Maybe they should, um... (laughs) Maybe it should just be a port studio at that point. Ah, fucking Christ. That's the problem, like, is everybody's chasing the dragon nowadays, and it's just not working for them. Except, I'm going to segue with that. I played Multiverses. Go on. This is the new WB free-to-play game that is using um, their Our WB... Ca- license. Yeah, their, license. Their piece of license they owned. Basically, Tasma- Taz the Tasmanian Devil versus Wonder Woman. You get the idea. This game plays really fucking good. <laughs> like, it's the best platform... It's the best playing platform fighter I've ever played. Like, it feels great. Um, I do not like the free-to-play trappings. Like, as soon as I played it, I was like, okay, I would play the shit out of this game. I really like the art style. I like the levels. Unlike Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, all the characters are voiced. Um, like, they have interactions. The The team that worked on this clearly has a love for these characters because they have so many, 
like specific moves. Like Shaggy's, one of Shaggy's moves is he pulls a sandwich out and he can throw it at you, and then he can pick it back up and throw it at you again, or he can eat it. Like this game is so cool. I will play this game when it comes out. I don't like free to play games, and I don't care much for platform fighters, but this one is really good, and I think you should check it out when it goes into open beta or when it goes out because it's I mean it's free to play, so um. It it does look like the, the like the menu was vomited upon. Like there's just so much crap in there, uh, which is pretty standard with free to play games. I don't know if you've ever played Fortnite, but I really hate the menu system in Fortnite. Um, but man, when you get into a game and you're actually playing it, it is so much fun. Like I don't know, I I really really enjoy it. So you know that's a game that's not exactly an original idea. But the fact that I might be able to play like Batman versus Rick, that's that's pretty interesting to me, and it, that it plays really really well, is it, just is just you know, it's a cherry on top. So, yeah, I mean, it it can't be worse than the Nickelodeon one. Yeah, the Nickelodeon one, like I want to love it so much. That's a got Ren and Stimpy and Powder. And when I and when I. I just want to say I'm not shitting on it because of the devs. I'm saying it because Nickelodeon doesn't want to spend any money on their games. No, they don't. This has been a consistent issue. Um because like they their their last kart racer was pretty decent, except that like who is this for? Because it has zero character. Like that was consistently the issue. They they all their games have all these characters, yet none of them are like their character. It doesn't make any sense. Fucking that! Oh god, have you seen the ad for the weird Apple Arcade crossover racer? Oh, the one with Family Guy and Bob's Burgers and shit. Yeah, and you're just like, what the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> like, uh, okay, yeah, like the Hank Hill is racing. Sure, I suppose they have voice clips. I think they're just reused from the shows, but like the old, you remember the still. old South Park games? They did that. They use voice clips from the show. Yeah, but I'm talking about something that's actually decent, potentially. <laughs> those old South Park games. South Park Fucking Rally was not a good video game. No, none of those South Park games were Chef's good. Love Shack just... was great. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. I played the crap out of that game. That does not mean it was good. You played the crap out of uh, Eternal Champions. Yeah, but I, I never told like... you that was a good game. I told you you're I liked that game. Fucking, yeah, but you're a bad <laughs> of judgment. Like, yeah, no, you're not. You're not I like Chef's Love Shack. Me. I remember liking Ugh. that game. Um, and thinking it was, it was, the only thing I thought was lacking about that game was the amount of content that it had, like the questions. But as a game itself, I enjoyed it. It ran. <laughs> five out of ten. It ran five out of ten. <sighs> All right. Um, that's it. I did want to mention a couple things movie-wise that I checked out this week. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, everybody should go watch that Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers on Disney+. Plus. That thing is a modern day Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and it's so good. Disney truly got some really good cameos in that movie that are not Disney licenses. There's a part in that I've not seen the movie, but I've somebody told me about it, and I went, "You're fucking me, right?" Like you're talking about ugly something. 
No, I'm talking okay. about Peter Pan. Yes, the the Peter Pan character in that movie is fucked up, Anthony. It's you, so awful. You know why I find that bothersome? <laughs> Go on. You know why? Go on. That's what happened to the real actor. Oh. Who fucking died. Yeah. Because of a drug addiction. I will tell you, he, like, he, I'll give you... He became you... too old, and nobody would hire him, and he basically became homeless and died alone. And so... it's kind of Disney's fault, so when Disney puts out a movie and kind of makes fun of that, like, I get it, but you're a piece of shit. So, the movie literally starts... This, this gives you a tone for the humor... The movie literally starts saying, you know, like, hey, do you remember Chippendale? And they reference the dancers. Just giving you kind of a, a palette. Listen, the rest of it I don't give a shit about the sense of humor. But, like, if you're the fault of somebody's downfall and then you make fun of them, you're kind of fucking terrible. Yeah. Even though it's, I get it, it's a company now and not a person, but still. Yeah, I still think the movie is incredible. There's so much in there that, like... There are so many cameos, and I'm not even just talking about Disney stuff. There's cameos in there that you will be shocked that show up. Um, random question. Mm. Is it the Coca-Cola bear? I think it is. I thought so. Like his henchman? Yeah. I think it's the Coca-Cola bear. Also, there's a lot of Seth Rogen jokes in this movie because he's in it. And there's a, there's a whole scene of just him laughing as different characters, and it's pretty fucking amazing. I still can't wait for him to play Donkey Kong. Yeah, I can't wait for Donkey it's Kong one of the to best, be like... It's one of the best <laughs> casting things. Yeah, his fucking laugh, I'm like, that's perfect for Donkey Kong. Yeah. No, you should watch the Chippendale movie. It's really, really good. I will. I just, when I heard about that, I'm like, that just puts a bad taste in my mouth. Um, and I, I don't mean to be like a fucking, you know, martyr for this shit. It's just like... Uh... Also, Jackass 4.5 is out. Wait, what? Yeah, 4.5. Uh, I gotta watch that. It's on Netflix. Um, And wow, some of the stuff they cut out of that movie is really good. <laughs> Whew. Man. Anyway. Uh, I also tweeted that Munchies was, was streaming on Tubi, and I know that movie might be too old for you. Um... But it was basically in the, the, the time when Gremlins was huge. So it was kind of like a dollar store version of Gremlins. Yeah, there's a thousand of those. Yeah. Like, but this one, oh, for some crit, reason. Critters. Critters was another one. But they made like seven Critters movies. Munchie's only got one movie. And oh my god, I watched it last night. And holy shit. That movie is like deliciously 80s. And I truly believe there's only like one or two people in that movie that I that have made more than one movie, in my opinion. So, all right, let's jump into what's coming out this week. Start with Xbox Series X, PlayStation Five. We got Floppy Nights, uh, Injection Pi Twenty Three Rs Regia, whatever that is. Uh, Amazing Superhero Squad, Blow and Fly, Sniper Elite 5, which I'm also playing, but I can't tell you about until next week, uh, Arcade Spirits, The New Challengers, Cow the Kangaroo, or sorry, K.O. the Kangaroo, 
which I'm also playing, but can't tell you about till next week. Uh, My Little Pony, A Maritime Bay Adventure, uh, Remote Life. And on the PlayStation side, a lot of the same stuff. Actually, all the same stuff. There's nothing different on PlayStation 5. Now go to PlayStation 4, Xbox One. Basically the same stuff. We're also getting Arcade arcade Archives plotting. Uh, Moolander, which is a cow Metroidvania. Uh, Pac-Man. All right, that one's that one's that one's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, Moolander. Uh, it also um, has. Was, I, the, the only reason why they couldn't call Gato Roboto Meowtroid was because Meowtroid was used in WarriorWare. I'm almost certain of it. Oh, speaking of, those guys are making a new game. I'll definitely play that. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of into whatever that team does. Yeah. And it looks cool. Gunbrella, that looks cool. Uh, Pac-Man Museum Plus, which I think is coming to X or uh, Game Pass. Uh, Roller Champions, remember that game? The free-to-play Ubisoft rollerblading game? That's coming out this week. Dude, I don't remember shit. From it. Free-to-play multiplayer, 100 people, fucking Battle Royale, team versus uh, hero shooter. I Dude, as soon as those... It, like you with Rogue, free to play, <laughs> fucking multiplayer. My fucking eyes glaze over. Like, ugh. I get it. No, I get it. Because because also like, unlike a Rogue game, like, and, and you'll agree with me on this. Like, multiplayer kind of requires other people to play. Mm-hmm. So you're like, why would I invest in this when like? One of the reasons why I stopped playing aren't gonna play it. Evil Dead so quickly is because like I'm not interested in playing multiplayer. So what what am I what am I gonna do when I go through the challenges, you know? Play with bots? That's not very fun. Uh and Zombo Buster Advance, whatever that is. Um kick over to the Switch, we got Galacticon Eastward, I'm assuming is a physical release. Why would that be on here? I don't know, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest that game to anybody. Oh well, there it is. Uh, Tukin Ronbu Warriors. Uh, Ogre Console Edition making its way over to Switch. Arcade Arcade Archives plotting. Beatus Creation Solitaire. I Exercise Ver Compato. Mischief Dungeon Life. Uh, Pixel Game Maker Series Kingdom Fighter. Pride Dance Out and Proud. Twin Blades of the Three Kingdoms. Uh, Underland the Climb. Freezer Pops. Uh, and that looks like that's it for Nintendo Switch. No Otome cross dressing games this week. That was last week. So, there's your releases for the week. Are you excited? These are the no. slow, slow times. Alright, news. Uh, I'm going to start with something I just saw on a forum. Um, and it goes back to... There's a book out called The History of Games. And in that, there is a quote from Ryan Payton working on Metal Gear Solid 4. Do you remember the controversy when that game came out about it being a Sony exclusive and why it never came to Xbox 360? Uh, honestly, I do not. 
Okay, so basically Normally, it was I remember like, some vague thing, but I don't remember anybody complaining because I just think of like I thought it was just I thought at that point in time I was like I think it might just be a consistent thing of being on PlayStation. So he made a comment in here that it was not an exclusive deal, no deals were made, and that Kojima just chose not to port it to the 360 uh, because he wasn't ready to make the jump. Uh, but the the bosses would have definitely approved it had he wanted to do it. So it wasn't like a paid exclusive. So I just found that interesting. So, all right, uh, let me kick into the news. I got lots of bullet points here. I'm gonna start with the one you'll roll your eyes at first, and then I'll just move before on. we move on. Though, like at the same time, like I'm sure the bosses would have okayed it, but how big is that fucking game? You Not know only, what I mean? Oh, okay. Like, how many, what, 17 DVDs of shit? Because it doesn't... At, at that time... At that time... At that time... At that time... Uh, yeah. <laughs> God. Um, at that time, uh, Xbox really didn't install a lot of data to the hard drive. Yeah, there were certain games, so, like, what was it, Halo 3 or... One yeah, of the Halos so it, did it. It's, it's, to me, like, it, fine, but... Th- but I, I just can't see it up happening just because of the the 360 choosing DVDs. Let me tell you this, though. I am very pissed that it didn't happen because I'd almost guarantee you that if it had, we could play that game on modern consoles right now. Yeah, probably. Because Konami's made every pretty much every uh, Xbox 360 game backwards compatible. So we would have gotten Metal Gear Solid 4 on backwards compatible for Xbox 360, whereas now that game is literally only playable if you have a PlayStation 3. Enjoy that four-hour install order. Yeah. Man, that's... Smoke cigarettes. So miserable that that game is so hard to play. As big as... See, there's a lot of games that aren't very big. That game is huge. And nobody's brought it back. This is crazy to me. Okay, now I'm going to do my news story that's going to make you roll your eyes, but I'll make it quick. Uh, the Overwatch 2 beta ended, and now um, Blizzard has put out a, a release saying, save the date, June 16th will be the next update for Overwatch 2. So maybe characters, maybe a new beta, maybe a console beta, I don't know. But that's the next date, that's around that E3 time. Can I... Can I get the diversity chart for that character, please? <laughs> let's get that. Let's get that diversity chart. All right. Uh, like I said, I'd make it quick. I'm moving on. Your best friend KG Inafune is back. Are you excited? This actually isn't true. He's making no. It actually is true. They 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 said it. They deconfirmed it, and then they reconfirmed it. It's true. It's making NFTs called Beastroids. Hold on. I, I saw the official release. There's I a, don't believe you. There's a video out there of the official release. I know I saw it. Because I saw it. You're right. They did debunk it. And then, yeah, three days ago, Nintendo Wire. Yep. Oh, my God. It's real. There's the video from Amy, PF Marketplace. Yeah, I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it. I'm fucking... Jesus Christ. He is the... Listen, he's a very good artist. 
but he is the epitome of like somehow failing upwards because everybody else left. I know. So, so like to explain, the person that was in charge of Mega Man fucking left, and they just were like, "You do it." Like, what? He was the artist. He was brought on like late into the original Mega Man to just draw the characters, so they had official artwork. And somehow he's become king shit of fuck mountain. And it's just like I don't get it. He. Hey, like, Mighty Number no. Nine was a classic. Don't you remember that level where you're chasing? Mighty Number no. Nine, where you're chasing the boss through the level. Remember that one? His his weird involvement with Gunvolt somehow. And remember, how, remember, hey, remember how he did, did Mighty Number no. Nine? Whatever happened to that other game he was working on? The Mega Man Legends clone. Yeah, Red Ash. Red Whatever Ash. happened to that? Yeah. Uh, did he? He kind of just left that fucking team to do Recore. Because his his studio was literally just the ideas, not the actual work. Yeah, that's why it's called concept. Yeah, he can concept fuck himself. <laughs> uh, yeah. I. Yeah, I thought you I... know he you know he almost like ruined Capcom, right? Like, it was his idea to like Americanize everything. Wasn't he also behind Dead Rising? The first one. Yeah, the first yes. one. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, okay, fine, but like, they leaned into that. And he was also behind Bionic Commando and. Lost Planet? Uh, Lost Planet. And like, what is Lost Planet as a series? The first game is completely different from the second game, which is completely different from the third game. None of them fucking. Ha- other than. Hey, kind of vague shooting elements are similar. Dude, Lost Planet 2 is essentially Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. I know. Um, the third one's made by it, the guys who made... Um... He's the reason why... And listen, I like DMC, but like he's the reason why DMC exists. He said, like, nobody wants the Japanese stuff. We have to Americanize. Legendary and, and The Box. One... That's the developers that did oh, Lost God. Planet 3. Well, Lost Planet 3 Lost is Planet great. 3, yeah, but Legendary the Box isn't. No, Legendary the Box is terrible. And Turning Point. That's oh, yeah, Fall too. of Liberty. Yeah. Yeah. Cool concepts, bad games. And, and, but it's just like, yeah, so this guy fucking just... He's... Him and Yuji Naka, like, the more I hear about, like, all the sh- behind-the-scenes shit, I'm like, wow, you guys are way, like, way too full of yourselves. And be like... Partially the reason why, like, your companies were doing bad. <laughs> and you weren't a higher-up. Just the higher-ups respected you too much. There's a lot of that in kind of that, you know, late 90s, late 80s, early 90s Japanese game scene. Like, yeah, Suzuki yeah. didn't make a game oh, for, like, 20 Yusuke. years. Yusuke. And he, but, but at the same time, you're like, he made Virtua Fighter. You know what I mean? So when games didn't have an established uh um playable canon, Yu Suzuki shined. But as we realized, no, there's certain things we should do right, he kinda of fell out of grace because he was like not doing the things that made sense. Right? When when it's chaos and you have some sense of like, no, this is how it should go, you look like the best, you know, designer. 
But as we realize there's better ways to do things and you hold on to your old methods, it's, you're not, you're not that same person anymore. We've moved past you. It's also famously like, known that he doesn't actually play video games. Play video games. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying, though. Like, in a world where three 3D games don't exist, Space Harrier looks amazing. But it falls apart pretty quickly when you realize, like, oh, there are better ways to do this. Like, Star Fox kind of makes Space Harrier look like shit. You know? Sure. And it's like... 3D fighting games weren't really being done. And I'm not a huge Tekken fan. I still prefer Street... Or not, uh, Virtual Fighter. But, like, there's a reason why Tekken's around. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 it it clearly made more sense to people to and, and felt better to play. What about the Battle Arena Toshinden? I don't read nutritionists, whatever. <laughs> they made three of them? I don't. I don't give a shit. I never played them. I don't I hear people always asking for them either. Fucking, I hear more people other than you ask for Eternal Champions, <laughs> but it's just because of the gore than I do anybody. Go remember Toshinden? We should get another one of those. Toshinden. Anyways, my point. My point is like a lot of these fucking people are just nightmares. Like, ah uh, uh, man, um, uh, Yuji Naka. I, I heard, I've heard a story about, um, the, what, who's the guy that left, uh, Sega for Xbox? Yeah. That, that's a, that, was that Stoller? Oh, Bernie Stoller, yeah. No, 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 yeah. no, Peter, no. Peter Moore. Peter Moore. Peter Moore. Peter Moore told Yuji Naka to fuck off. I mean, Peter Moore is a boss, I ain't gonna lie. So, so, Sega is failing, Peter Moore and the American side knows this. They go to the Japanese side, and they're like, look, we've done our market research, and this is what people think of Sega in comparison to, like, our the other brands, right? And Yuji Naka says, this, they said, all people were like, yeah, Sega's like the grandpa that might have been cool at one point, but, like, it's not cool anymore. Um, And Yuji Naka took offense to that and said that he must be lying. And got into uh, Peter Moore's face, and Peter Moore told the translator, "Tell him to fuck off." <laughs> and the <laughs> the translator apparently said, uh, I, "There's not a phrase <laughs> that that really, you know, give like can say that." And he's like, "Oh, I know there is," <laughs> and walked away. And it's just like, it's like, uh, yeah, Yuji Naka, man, like he. He's a big reason why Sega isn't in the fucking marketplace anymore. I mean, he... I, I, don't get me wrong. Do I think that uh, Square Enix fucked him on Bound Wonderworld? Probably. That sounds I mean, like a Square Enix-ass thing to do. Yeah, they put it out and said it was a good game. So clearly they're out of their fucking minds. But They're still saying it's a good game. They say they stand behind it. I'm like, wow, that's pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but like he's the reason why there wasn't the 3D Sonic on the Saturn. Yeah, you know? I know that story. Yeah. So he he took Sonic Team, and while Sega is trying to figure out what the fuck to do, uh, he just burned money at Sonic Team to fucking do whatever he wanted and. Yeah, so, like, yeah, Keiji Inafune doing fucking NFTs, I guess, 
isn't surprising to me. It's just like, Jesus fucking Christ, this man has no idea of, um, of his public perception. Alright, uh, let's do some quick hits. Uh, this came out over the weekend. Uh, NBC Universal apparently was in talks to buy EA and it fell apart at the last minute. So, do we know why? Was uh, that released? I don't no. know why it fell apart, but I know that NBC Universal was not the only company interested. And this is what Phil Spencer was talking about back when they bought Activision. The other three parties involved Apple, Amazon, and Disney. So, very weird. Also, I'm just going to say it. Um, I'm so tired when I see names because Universal was a weird one because it was Vivendi Universal because mm-hmm. Vivendi ended up buying the Universal stuff and then Vivendi kind of got rid of it all. So I don't blame Universal for that one. But like how many times has Disney decided to open up studios and then fucking close them? Huh? Don't fucking get involved i'm so tired of that like people lose their goddamn jobs and it's not like people going to google and going it's gonna be great when everybody else is like this sounds like a terrible idea no this is like a you don't have a choice you already work here and if you want to keep your job how you work for a shitty overlord that's gonna potentially fire you in a year because they see no value in making video games because that's the thing that's that fucking Disney has done multiple times. Like D- Disney Infinity was selling so good, and they were like, "Yeah, it's not selling enough though." <laughs> it's maddening. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, acquisitions, according to Microsoft, the Activision ac- um, acquisition is moving much faster than expected. Uh, they're at the end of the beginning. They still hope to have it done by the end of the year, but probably spring of next year. Was it? <laughs> just, I just had a vision of all the Microsoft people. They're like, it's going quicker than expected. It's because they have to like harvest some rare minerals for their uh, fucking big ceremony that they have to do to remove the demon Bobby Kotick from the building. Yeah. Exorcism. You gotta get the right ingredients. You gotta get. You yeah. Gotta consult the. You know. You have to go into deep Mayan temples and. Yeah. There's a. There's a. Get these scrolls on the walls that teach you the the spell. And find you out Bobby Kotick's real name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to. You have to carve it into like a virgin or something. I don't know. <laughs> Just all the terrible things you have to do to get rid of Bobby Kotick because he's not a person. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Embracer has said that the, the recent acquisition of the Square Enix Studios is going to bring forth some remakes, some remasters, uh, as well as sequels. So that bodes well for... It's almost like I called it. Man, if they put out a Legacy of Kane collection, I'm going to be so excited. Dude, this is the same people who like Darksiders 1 and 2. Like... <laughs> And gave them funky names. And then they're like, yeah, War Mastered. Definitive. And then they're like, and fucking Death, uh, Darksiders 3. Also, here's a spinoff. And you're just like, what? Dude, give me all of the cool, like, 360 era and Xbox PS2 era games from those companies. I want them all. Fucking give me that, give me that B-tier video game. 
Embrace you know? her, man. I'm down. Embrace for it. her. Like, just fucking give me that beat here. Bring back, man. Bring back the bargain games. That weird shit. That like you're like I'm like why would this exist? And then you play it and you're like this is some weird shit. Bring back wet. But it's pretty good. Bring back wet. Do you remember wet? I mean, yes, the weird Bethesda game. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Bethesda would own that, though. Yeah, but that's okay. I, you know, just bring bring shit like that back. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2 uh, have rumored next-gen versions in development. That's just a rumor. Uh, Insomniac has donated $50,000, uh, which Sony matched after... Jim Ryan's comments on abortion. Also, Bungie spoke out and said, "We will not be, you know, we will not be muzzled in this because they're the only game, one of the only game companies that uh, put out a statement." So, good for them. Sony president also mentions wanting to be more multi-platform, uh, which I'm assuming just means day and date PC releases. So. Uh, Sony also, uh, more Sony news. Last of Us remake, again, being confirmed, probably releasing this uh, year. Fucking why? Nobody knows why, other than it'll make money. Um, yeah, Pedro Pascal is the... <laughs> give a Pedro Pascal skin for pre-ordering? It, he is He is the one that's playing Joel, right? Yes. Okay. What a weird fucking show that's gonna be. Hey! Remember Fall Guys? Uh, that game came out like two years ago. It's finally coming to Switch and Xbox, and it's going free to play. Like, it's fucking shut up now. Yeah, except two years late. That, I felt like that game had a run for like three months, and then nobody talked about it ever again. Uh, speaking of games that have not been on Xbox yet, uh, Final Fantasy VII's 25th anniversary is next month, and they said they're going to have some announcements. They take the rest. They take a hard drive that has the rest of Final Fantasy VII remake on stage, and they just put it through a wood chipper. <laughs> so let me ask you the question. Or no, it's the Xbox build. <laughs> yeah, the Xbox build gets. The, do you think this game it's... actually does come out on Xbox? No. I, I, no. So you think this is going to stay exclusive? Do you think they announce part two? Also no. Uh, or do I think they announce it? I think they announce it and give it some stupid title, but you see none of it, and that's it. No, you see like a screen that plays like a song you remember. Yeah, like, yeah, and it's like a render of a character for like four seconds. Yeah, you get some more Red 13 in there, or some Kite Sith or something, you know. Yeah. It'll be the full movie animation and then nothing else. No gameplay. And people will go nuts. It won't give you enough. It won't give you enough to know what where we are in the story. I know what it is. It's it's gonna play a song and it's gonna be that Tifa statue, like a three hundred and sixty degree view. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> and then but it's like we that doesn't get leaked out to the public. <laughs> it's <laughs> This is my this is my comedy goal. And as that's rotating around, so you see the backside, somebody stands up in front of the person that's illegally recording it. So it's just locked <laughs> oh out. Oh my god! They're gonna bend you over so hard. <laughs> so you can just 
So you could just hear the crowd go, you know. <laughs> you know, you know what I really think. You know what I really think is going to happen. I think they're going to announce um, Final More Fantasy statues. Final Fantasy Seven Part One Super Remake with everything included, and you can buy it for seventy dollars. Thanks, <laughs> I hate it. Nothing new, <laughs> just everything on one download because you know that makes a difference. All right. Um, <clears throat> so uh, Jeff Grubby Grub went into detail a little bit on the on the Silent Hill games in in development. Uh, so I can't I can't get it straight. Like he said, there might be four, but there's at least three. Um, one of them is the Bloober remake of two. Oh, uh, fucking, oh can I can I just? What? <sighs> <laughs> That sounds fucking terrible. Bloober remaking Get, too. Listen, listen, you fucking... Yes, it sounds bad. Uh, one of them is a narrative game from Annapurna. And the third Fine, one... Fine, but I don't know why, I don't know why Bloober wouldn't just do a narrative game. Yeah, that's, that makes more sense than them doing a remake of two. But then the third game is the new game in the series, so Silent Hill 5, uh, being made by a Japanese studio. Don't know which one, though. Uh, this all sounds kind of stupid and bad. He also said there there may be a mobile game and even a TV show. There apparently Konami is really going to really. Yeah, Konami is really going to go back in hard on Silent Hill, according to the reporting. Well, they fucking listen. They'll make money. You'll buy it. It'll be bad. Metal Gear Survive. Uh, speaking of um, Silent Hill, Konami, PT, let's talk about oh, please, Norman please. Norman Reedus. Um, I was gonna say, please tell me they're doing more skateboards, but okay. Uh, Norman Reedus apparently confirmed in an interview um, that they're working on Death Stranding too. He just fucking said he's like, yeah, we just started on the second one. Okay, so what the fuck do you think this is, then? I, dude? I don't know. <laughs> you know why I'm asking, right? Because it kind of fucking has a good ending. Yeah, like it's done. Like, what is it? Just I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody who hasn't beat it. But like, is this a prequel? Maybe? Because why would you keep going after that? I, I hope it's not a prequel. That would be dumb. Dude, I, I don't mean, know. I'll play it. I don't give a shit what this it sounds is. Like, this sounds like a bad idea, and, like, I don't know. He, listen, it's it's Kojima, so maybe he'll be, like, it'll be something super weird. I'm um, down for that. Just make it fucking weird. It's just, like, I don't know. It, it wraps itself up so well, and it's, like... What if it's just a simulation of you playing what if it's a baby? Well, oh, God. It's, <laughs> like, what if... Well, if it's a this... Jeff Keeley simulator, like you could see what Keeley was doing in his bunker the whole time. It's just, it's just, it's filled with Doritos <laughs> and Mountain Dew. Of course, and he's he's and he's like the vault ruler, you know, like in in Fallout, how they have the uh, the leader yeah. of every vault. Yeah, but he's got the Doritos Pope hat on. It's just a bag of Doritos upside down that's been emptied. On his head. Whenever he walks into a new room, it just goes, world premiere. 
And they all clap, and it's just, if they clap too long, there's too much fucking Dorito dust. Yeah. I don't know if you follow his Twitter, but, like, every painting in his house is just two big eyeballs. I'm sorry, what? Like, he always tweets just, like, two big eyeballs. Like, oh my god, eyeballs? Like, he just tweets that all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That fucking emoji. Look at this. I have. Thank you. Alright, uh, one more story before we go deep into the PlayStation stuff, because I got a few things about that. Um, this was the story that, that, that broke the fanboys this week. Uh, Xbox Series S outsold PS5 in Japan last week. That hasn't happened in 10 years. Alright. It's exciting that Xbox is selling well in Japan, but boy did this spark conversations among the fanboys. They were very angry. I'm like, whew, y'all need to calm down. Also, I don't know if you noticed this on your timeline. I know your timeline is much smaller than mine. I saw a bunch of people, and I don't know if this is, this is my, I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on for a minute. I saw a bunch of big journal, not necessarily big, but like a bunch of people that, you know, the blue checkmark people, basically, talking about how they were going to cancel their game pass this week. And I don't know if that's like a marketing thing or I also don't believe they're canceling their game pass because who in this industry doesn't have like two years of the ship backed up from buying cards over the past two years. So like, how do you like, even if you cancel it now, it doesn't cancel till like August of like 2024 or something. So I don't that's know. That's weird. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say to that. I just saw, right. like, multiple people tweeting, like, I'm canceling my Game Pass. And obviously it's because of the Starfield Redfall news. But I'm like, why are you subscribed to it now? Now, yeah, that, I don't know. When Starfield feel, wasn't until like November. Is, I feel like this is more <clears throat> of the, I'm going to boycott said thing. Sure you are. Dude, if you I know? canceled Game Pass, it wouldn't cancel till August of 2023. So what good would it do me yeah. to cancel it? But it, it, you know what I'm saying. Like it's just, it just feels like another one of those. Like, all right, yeah. I'm just like, cool. Thanks for letting me also, know. Also, 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 don't need to know that. Like, I'm canceling Netflix. Okay. Yeah, I don't care if you cancel Netflix. That's like if it comes up in the course of conversation, fine. But like, I, I don't know. It, it's the act. It's like telling people I'm going to take a poop. Like nobody, nobody wants. I put out a press nobody release cares. for my poop this morning. I don't know if you got it. I'm going to have it on Switch. <laughs> uh, it's, it's having a little trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's talk about PlayStation PP. It's my, it's my, it's my new favorite thing, is yeah. PlayStation PP. PP. Alright, so we got some details about the service. Uh, I'm going to start... Yeah, I'm gonna start with the the Ubisoft thing. So would Ubisoft, you like the, would you like the, the the PP with the back catalog? That's right, the PP, the back catalog PP. So Ubisoft Plus is coming to PlayStation, uh, but there is a side service called Ubisoft Plus Classics that will be included with PlayStation PP, uh, and that includes games like it, it was funny because they called it Ubisoft Plus Classics, but it's got God of War Ragnarok. Isn't that like their most recent game? So, like, what isn't yeah. included in Ubisoft Classics? I found that a little weird. Um, also confirmed by Sony Ben Studios, PlayStation 1 games are going to have trophy support, at least some of them. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm 
I'm excited to platinum jumping flash. I don't know about you. Yeah, hey, I think I have that digitally, so I can just download it. Yeah. Yep, me too. I have a bunch of digital games. So I this is where this is where like, and and the Sly, so going back kind of the Sly Cooper one sucks because there's really nothing special to do. But this, these are the type of like, oh, I'm interested to see what you add because this is an old game, and you're adding achievements and trophies to it. So what are you going to pick out as things to do? Is it just going to be do the things in the game because that's what Sly has done and that's kind of boring? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to be like, this is a known thing that we could do in this game at one point while we have players do that same thing? Dude, if there's not a trophy in the original Siphon Filter for electrocuting Tasering somebody to dust that, with a taser, yeah. you you fucked up. I'm sorry, you fucked up. I would have one just to have, like, rotate the whole body around. Yeah, make him do 300 circles or something. Yeah, something stupid. And it's like, yeah, I would love to see, you know, trophies like that. Alright, I have a list of all the games coming. I don't think we need to go through all of these. So they gave a list of PS4. You want to send me that? Quickly? Oh, yeah, let me grab the yeah, URL. Just so I can look at it, too. That way, if you don't call something out, and I see it, and I'm like, oh, but that's good. All right. Uh, so they have a whole list of PS4 and PS5 games. Um, they have them broken out by uh, PlayStation Studios and then by third-party partners. So worth noting in the in the PlayStation PP, uh, you're getting stuff like Marvel, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um... What else we got on here? Wipeout Omega Collection. That's a good one. Uh, Uncharted, the Nathan Drake Collection. Uh, Lost Legacy and Thieves End. Uh, Medieval. Uh, so lots of first-party games. God of War, yeah. Gravity Rush. Um, the Last Guardian. Death Stranding, Director's Cut. That's a pretty you good get one. Both, you get both Gravity Rush games. That's get, pretty fucking awesome. You get Demon Souls, the new remake for PS5. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, there's good stuff in here. Absolutely, but you're not getting like Horizon Two. You know, that's you're not getting Gran Turismo Seven. You know, no, but you know what? The fact that these are in here is a lot bigger, way better step than their stupid streaming service that they have yeah. currently. Uh, third party stuff. A lot of this stuff is you'll feel like you've heard it before, but it's pretty straight. Like Mortal Kombat Eleven, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Far Cry 4, Final Fantasy 15, Red Dead Redemption 2 is a pretty good get. Weirdly, Resident Evil, the remake for PS4 is in here, but no other Resident Evil. That's kind of weird. Uh, Soul Calibur 6, uh, nothing crazy, but, you know, you get the idea. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation 3 games, again, it's streaming, so, and it's weird because this list, if you have PlayStation now, this is actually a much smaller list. Than what is yeah. currently available. So. I'm gonna tell you right now, playing Astro's Wrath, fucking streaming sounds like a nightmare. Playing a lot of uh, these games streaming is a fucking nightmare. But let's talk about mm. the thing that you and I are probably the most interested in. That is the classic game catalog. Yeah, that aren't streaming. So the PlayStation 2 games are all the PS2 to PS4 games. And not all the PS2 to PS4 stuff. Yeah, but they're not actually putting just, any just, new PS2 games yeah, on there. Correct. Which um, sucks. Currently, maybe they'll change that in the future. I maybe. hope so. Um, um, 
Dark Cloud 1 and 2. Those are good games. All the Jack games, except for that one one PSP game that I was talking about earlier. Uh, Siren. You know, listen, there... I own most of these. Like, I own Ape Escape 2 on PS4. I own both Dark Clouds. Um, I own all the Jack games. I own Rogue's Galaxy. Like, they're fantastic. They're worth owning. Um, Fantavision needs to just disappear, for the love <laughs> of God. When we were talking about, like, um, uh, fucking the, um, tech demo type shit, Fantavision is what I mean. Like, it literally uh, was a tech demo that they turned exactly. into a game. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it is not a. Nobody is like fond for Fantavision. All right, enough of it. Anyways, we we want to talk about the PS. Yeah, let's stuff. talk about the PS One slash PSP games, and I'm just going to list them all say, because can there's, I just say, there's only can 10. I just say that and that there's only one fucking PSP game. Yeah, one PSP game, there's only ten total, so there's nine original PlayStation games, of which two of them are fucking Worms games. So, Worms yep. World Party, Worms Armageddon, Tekken... Now, is World Party a normal Worms game? Mm, I do not know. You will have to yeah, look at Let me just do a quick... Uh, then that. Mr. Driller and Tekken 2. So those are the four third-party yes. games. The answer is, it is absolutely another Worms game. So I there's mean, two Worms games. Hey, Mr. Driller's good, but there's apparently the better versions available for purchase. Why Tekken 2? Yeah, that's a weird one. Like, why not Tekken 3? Or, and, and, and this is just a crazy idea, why don't we work on getting Tekken 5, which has Tekken 1, 2, and 3 in it? Tekken 5 was only on PS3. PS2. PS2? PS2. Okay. Yeah, I thought so. Hold on. Wait. We might be right. I don't. Re- I don't remember the Tekken. T- I remember one, two, and no, three. Tekken or... five. Tekken five is PS2. Yes. Okay. Okay. So four and okay. five were PS2. Six was PS3, and then seven was PS4. Right. Okay. okay. All right. The first party games we get Ape Escape. Cool. That means you get Ape Escape one and two. Why not three? Like, where's three? What That's about the, the one where they steal get... the pants? Um, is that the locked and loaded? I don't remember. In Japan, it was called like pants stealer or something. I don't remember. All right. Uh, Hot Shots Golf, the first one. Okay. Uh, Intelligent Cube, which I still I... love that game. I not a bad game. Weird one that they keep bringing up. Yeah. Um I mean, it makes more sense than Fantavision. Jumping Flash. Yeah, VR, baby. Please add a VR mode to Jumping Flash. Thank you very much. Just give me trophies and I'll play fucking Jumping Flash. Just give Flash me again. a new Jumping Flash in VR. I love Jumping Flash. Where you would actually have to look down to to see where you're landing. <sighs> That'd be so cool. It'd probably have be you do sick, sleep. too. Oh, I, there's no other reason why I want to play it in VR other than to make me sick. You know what? Even, how about this? Have it so you like you actually have to crouch, and then you push up, and then when you land, you need to crouch again. Oh, oh dude, I'll vomit all over the place. Give me that, give me that fucking vomit-worthy experience, please, and thank you. Uh, Siphon Filter, the first one. I've, I think I've only ever played around with the taser and Siphon Filter. <laughs> 
The first one is a little rough. I I have them all on my PS3. Siphon Filter I 3 is legitimately PS3. an incredible game. Siphon that's Filter. Another, but that's another that's another series where they did a bunch of PSP shit, put it on PS2, and that's where those games died, and it's like No, wow. they made one mainline PS2 game. Um fuck. No, no, but what I'm saying is is like they've made two uh, PSP titles, and they ported them both to PS2. I'm almost what certain. Was what game. was the PS2 game called? Oh, I used to play the shit out of that one. Uh, Omega Strain? Yeah, I think that's the okay. one. And then it was Dark Mirror and Logan's Shadow, and I'm pretty sure both of them were for... Yeah, both of them were PSP, and then reported to PS2, and it's like, those games died there. Bring them all back. They made Siphon Filter Combat also, Ops. What the hell is Also, that? Weird, weird call here. Just realized, no SOCOM. Yeah, that makes sense. It's an online game. They'd have to do some more stuff for that. Also, that's PS2. So. I, it still doesn't matter. So they have PS2 in here. They have so. PS2 to PS4. They don't have any native PS2 games. I don't here. give a shit. They, they, they know what they've done. And then one PSP <laughs> game, do. you get Super Stardust Portable. That... Uh, that irritates me that this is the only PSP game. They have to be working something to where once a month they're going to do a new drop of these because there's no way this is all they're going to drop for like six months, right? They can't. They can't Nintendo this. There's no way. No. They can't. People will cancel this shit so fast if they only drop ten PS classic games this year. Alright, uh, then the if you care, the time-limited game trials. Uh, you're getting Uncharted, Legacy of Thieves Collection, Horizon Forbidden West, Cyberpunk 2077, Farming Simulator 22, Tiny Tina's Wonderland, and WWE 2K22. Now, we get into kind of the details down at the bottom. Uh, a monthly refresh will occur every... on the first Tuesday of the month for PlayStation Plus Essential, which is uh, PS4 and PS5 games added to the service. On uh, Premium and Deluxe, an additional monthly refresh will occur in the middle of the month with new games across uh, both plans. The number of games refreshed will vary per month. Also, they have put in here down in the bottom, uh, like in the, the the minimal text down at the bottom, that the PlayStation 1 games will also, obviously we know they're getting trophies, but some of them may have like the rewind features and things like that. So, pretty standard stuff there. I'm excited to play around with this, but I really hope the monthly refreshes are good because right now they look kind of bad. So, yeah, we'll see how this goes. I don't know. I've got it for two years because I bought some PlayStation Now time. <laughs> so yeah, I I I'm in zero rush. I have most of this stuff on a PS3. I want to. I really so. hope. I really hope. That when this launches, those download because you'll be able to download them if you own them. I hope that's available day one because I would love me too to see this stuff show back up on the store because there's just something about backwards compatible and older games being on a current store that just really tickles me. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's fun being able to relive magic. I do it all the time. Nostalgia, like, nostalgia is a drug. Yes, but with new things, like yeah. in a better way. 
it's a, it's always exciting. Like when I boot up an original Xbox game on my Series X and it loads super fast and oh, it's so neat. All right, uh, that's all I got for news. Unless you have anything else. Do have one email for seven hundred, but I I'm thinking about holding it till next week until more people are here. I think maybe that's a um, good idea. Yeah, I mean, it's just two of us, unless that's literally a thing that says "fuck those two guys," in which case that email is spot on. No, it's your Cara, so I want to hold it. No, for yeah, uh, <laughs> for next week when the actual seven hundred happens. Yeah, this is this is seven hundred the prequel. Yeah, this is <laughs> the seven hundred the prequel. The prequel. We just do, you only get this show for a week before we delete it again. <laughs> yeah, well, this this episode will actually be deleted next week. It'll yeah. just disappear. Which, and then the seven hundred, and we'll just say this never existed. Yeah, you didn't listen to this. This will be the limit. This is the NFT episode. You only you only get it once, and then it's gone. Wait, that's not what an NFT is. Yeah. Never mind. I don't know what I'm talking about. You mentioned NFT. My eyes glaze over just like, you know, when they start talking. You know what? All they, all I need is fucking 100 NFTs drop into an island to do a hero-based shooter. My brain just shuts off. I will tell like, you uh, an interesting uh, interaction I had this week. So, um, you know, I've been... I've been talking about that zero tolerance collection that's coming. So I just off the cuff just tweeted at Qbyte Interactive because they follow me on Twitter, and I said, "Yo, when am I gonna get this?" They actually responded. Ever. Uh, <laughs> and they basically told me that they would send me a code for it when it was available, uh, and that it's coming to Switch, PlayStation Four and Five, and Xbox One slash Series X. Huh. So. Yep, they actually reached out to me via DM and said that they'll they'll send me a a code for it when it comes when it becomes available. I thought that was funny. I was like, I have a need. I need this game. I need to play this. It's kind of it's kind of important to my legacy. I played the original Genesis version recently. It's I mean, it's a Genesis first-person shooter. What the fuck do you want? I know, but like you remember, like it's only like a quarter of the screen because the bottom of the screen is like your yeah, picture. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I know, but like that again, like they could only make that game run <laughs> in that I, corner of the screen I, is I most know. likely the problem. I still, man, that game. You know, you know what the story was why I played that game, why I was so interested in that game was because I didn't have a computer to play Doom back in the day. Yeah. They didn't put Doom on the Super Nintendo for a long time, not till after the Super FX Need chip the came FX out. Chip, yeah. Was it it was the um uh Super FX chip 2 for Doom, wasn't it? No. Super Effects 2 was only used on Yoshi's Island. That's right. So Zero Tolerance came out in 1994. And then Doom for the SNES. I just can't believe that they had like a sequel and this they're putting all this shit into the new bundle. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of insane. 
I'll be down for that. Yeah, Super Nintendo version of Doom came out in 95, so it was a year later. That Super Nintendo version of Doom is not bad. Yeah. It's missing some I mean, levels, they're not, but... Uh, I think all of them were, because they're all based off of... Um, uh, the Jaguar version. Nothing beats the 32X version, though. I'm sure I've told this story on the show before, but when you beat it, it just goes to a just goes to a C prompt. What? What? Yeah, when you beat it, it just goes to a C prompt, and you have to and reset you program. The, yeah, and you have to reset the Genesis. You can't use the you can't use the Genesis to like program into C. That'd be cool, man. Break down. Yeah. Like, program your own game. Fucking put a controller inputs for seven thousand days. Yeah. Yeah, because it was you know. Uh, Doom for the 32X was what one thirty fifth of the 32X library. How many 32X games are there? There's forty, so it's one fortieth. Oh. Um, too, too many 32X games because there shouldn't be a 32X. Motherfucker, I love that 32X. Oh, piece of shit. I tried to pre-order Mortal Kombat uh, three on the 32X. When they first announced it was coming to home consoles, I was like, I need to pre-order the 32X because the 32X version of 2 was like the best home port at the time. But, you know, we all saw how that happened. What was funny is I got laughed out of the store when I asked to pre-order the 32X version. As you should have been. (laughs) (laughs) Can I order the 32X version? What? No, get the fuck out. Hey, they looked at me just as funny uh, when the, I said the, I wanted to pre-order we'll, the PlayStation version, just FYI. Uh, uh, I was going to say I was gonna say that they then turn around and continue playing on the CDI kiosk. Yeah. No, the, when I when I went in to uh, do the PlayStation pre-order, they laughed at me too. They're like, ha, Sony, whatever. I was like, y'all motherfuckers don't know. Like, you, you know who used to make fun of me in high school? Because I was... Hopefully I, everybody. <laughs> well, obviously everybody. But for wanting a PlayStation instead of an N64? You no. know who? It was Jason. Who? It was Gambro. Oh, no. He used to make fun of me all the time. He's like, why are you buying that? He's like, why don't you just wait for a Nintendo 64? What's up? <laughs> What's up? Probably his voice was a little Loser. bit higher, but no, I don't know. I don't know. That dude in high school still grew a beard like fucking Grizzly Adams. I'm not gonna lie. So. <laughs> Just picturing him with like an extra high squeaky voice. Some readings programs. <laughs> I mean, his voice was a little bit higher back then, but yeah, you know, still. Yeah. Oh, that's. Yeah, that's and I don't know. I'm. I remember all my friends at work were making fun of me because I bought a PS4 and not an Xbox One, and I was like, "You, that's a weird, you, that's a weird flex." Really, you, you really gonna have that con- conversation with me? <laughs> like, okay. I mean, they were. I remember when they came out; it was kind of the same thing. Like, I went to both launches, and both of them were about the same amount of people. Right, but it was just like I'm like, you know, the console that we have in stock. <laughs> Uh, you're making fun of me for not buying one of those. Okay. Um, and uh, like people, people. I don't know what I don't know what to I don't know what to say to you, but th- that's a dumb fucking statement to make. You know, people are weird because I'm I, to me it's like 
I didn't have any specific reason to buy an Xbox One at the time, and I wanted to play certain things on PS4. Um, but when Rare Replay came out, I wanted an Xbox One, so I bought one. Yeah, you know. You know, and honestly, like, even though I can't find either of the consoles right now still on shore shelves, not that I'm looking necessarily, but I haven't seen any, um... There's nothing I necessarily, like, want to play still on these new consoles. Like, nothing that I can't just play right now. Yeah, I I can't think of a lot of strictly next-gen games that, like... It's weird to be this far in and not necessarily have to have one. Like, basically, these new consoles are just so you can play your games better. Yeah, and it's like, alright, well... I'm fucking playing Sly Cooper, you know? (laughs) Starfield will probably be one of the first ones. I know Demon Souls. PlayStation doesn't have a PS5 only game for a while. They did Demon Souls and Ratchet and Clank, and that's been no return. And like, while I want to want while I want to play Ratchet and Clank, I don't think I ever finished like the last two on PS3. What? A Crack in Time or the um, Into the Nexus. My dad took those and fucking played them, and I was just like, all right. Yeah, I think Starfield is, Starfield might be the first big, big game that you'd have to buy a new machine to play. And I just don't care. And a lot of people are like, really I'm care. excited, I'm excited, I'm excited to see what it is. But it's gonna be a Bethesda game, so I'll give it a year. <laughs> yeah, you in know? a year it should be a lot better. Oh, after all the fan patches have made them realize how their error is happening. And then they do the official patch, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you're right, though. There's not... Like, if I wasn't just having to have new machines, I, I wouldn't tell anybody they need to have either one of these right now, truthfully. You know, like... And and there are, like, a couple... Like, I would love to play um, Ghostwire. That seems interesting. But it's not like I need to play that at all. Yeah, I, I think, think I think that's a game that you'd be better off playing on Game Pass when it comes out. I don't think it's worth sixty bucks. And and like you know, Death Loop. I'm like, yeah, I'd love to play that, but like again, not uh, not a console seller for me. No, Death Loop isn't definitely not a console seller. That's another perfect Game Pass game. And like to be fair, I didn't have a PS4 right away because I just. A, we couldn't get one, but B, like, when I could, like, my dad wanted it. I was like, I don't give a shit. And then, um, I wanted it for, like, Watch Dogs, which I know came out on PS3, so at the end of the day... Man, if you haven't played that version, I bet it's bad. So, I have played a bit of the Wii U version, and I'm gonna be honest with you... Outside of graphics, there isn't a huge difference. It, there's like it's weird differences, like not as many cars, sort of thing. But like not the overall, the game is still the same. Um, the best one, the best one of all those weird carryovers is probably Wolfenstein. I've never played it, but I've watched footage of the 360 version compared to the, like, PS4 Xbox One version. And, like, holy shit. That is some weird magic they're pulling off on that. Well, I mean, it's what happens when you're you're good with the machine. But there's a couple of games, like, 
There's The Evil Within on PS3. Oh my god, I forgot that don't, came out there. I don't even know how that looks. Um, there was the weird 360 version of Rise of the Tomb Raider. I remember that. It's actually pretty good. Okay. There was Forza Horizon 2 on 360, which is a very different game. Because everything is, like, walled off. So you can't just drive through fields and everything. Horizon 2? Forza Horizon 2 has a That's right. weird 360 port. I never played um, the 360 port. Neither did I. I looked it up and was like, I just gave the code to somebody else. Um, because they, like, had bought a 360 for their kid. And I'm like, here you go. Here's a racing game. Um... God, what was the other one? And then the the big one that everybody kind of knows about is the um, Shadow of Mordor, yeah, which without the lacked system. The system. So, yeah, there's some weird crossover stuff. It's not I'm glad like that. that's gone. Yeah, it's not like that. This gen, like the games are just a little. I mean, it's the it's the it's the it's the to port uh, to switch port yeah. is where you see those type of things happen. But even those are better than. Uh, some of the, them are. Some, okay, for the most part. Like, you have clearly not even, played Ark Survival Evolved on the Nintendo Switch. All right, well, Ark Survival Evolved is a bad game anyway, so... Fucking, yeah, but at least it doesn't run like it does, like an N64 game on current consoles. I love Turok. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Yeah, well, the, the Turok was better the than bad this. graphic. Yeah, I know. I just That's the first thing I could think of when <sighs> I saw that video footage. Oh my god, it's so oh, god. I love it. And they're bringing <laughs> No Man's bad. Sky to the Switch. I'll be very interested to see how that pans out. Yeah, because I don't know how that actually works. I don't know how much of it's online or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. But No Man's Sky on the Switch? Uh, that'd be one I want to see a digital foundry on. I mean, the graphics aren't like... No, but crazy, it's like these worlds are huge. So it's... That's where it starts to become like, how much can this dump and like, how much can this put into memory and then dump from memory consistently? You know what game I'd love to see on the Switch? Microsoft Flight Simulator. I don't want to see that game on anything. So I mean, it's a very pretty game. And that's all it is. It's so boring. I'm sorry. There's some people that really love flight simulators, my grandfather included. But like. Man, I'd just fly a plane if I wanted to fly a plane. You I know? still want to see it running native on the Switch. Have you? Okay, so there is a recent thing. It's a fan-made port of fucking Super Mario Galaxy to, like, 3DS. Or DS, one of the two. And it's fucking insane. People do insane like, shit, man. Yeah, I love that type of crap. There's a lot of those. There's, what, the, the PS1 version of Bloodborne out there? Did you see? I'm pretty sure that dev is now making Bloodborne Cart. Yeah, Bloodborne Cart. Yep. I love it. Yeah, like that stuff's cool. More shit like that, and then remove the license and just sell it to me. Cool, thanks. Mm -hmm. I pay for it. I want to make a Ratchet and Clank game. You do that. You make a D-make, you make your Ratchet and Clank game, then you take out Ratchet and Clank and all the other licensed stuff and make it your own. And be like, this was originally a Ratchet and Clank thing, but I can't sell that, so here you go. And I'll play it. I'll buy it. Give me that good shit. Alright. Uh, this podcast has had zero energy, and I'm sorry. I No, I feel you. 
I'm on the same way. I I think we're we're good for this episode. We'll be back next right, week. Just... Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, the I4G Podcast. Uh, Anthony's a complacent robot. I'm a ZTGD. You can follow the site at ZTGD Content and shoot us emails to podcasts at ZTGD.com. Be sure you subscribe to us on all the famous podcast channels. We're on Spotify, Apple iTunes, we're on Google Music Play, whatever that thing is called, I don't know. Or, you know, just check us out on YouTube, you can watch the video there as well. Phoenix Down, weirdly enough, Drew said they were recording tonight? Which yeah. is weird. Uh, for well, AI, he, can, he can't be on the show, but he can record tonight, bastard. Yeah, that's what I said when he was like, I'm recording Phoenix Down tonight, and I was like, were you going to be on this show? He's like, no. Like, you dick. Get your priorities straight, son. This is the show right here. This is the the, the bad show. Anyway, uh, yeah, AI the Insomnia Files coming out this week, so check that out. Otherwise, get out of here. We're almost in June. Can you believe the year's halfway over already? It's crazy. No, I cannot. It's, oh my god, it's crazy. Oh my god. Ah. Alright, there's no else we're gonna peace, motherfucker bitches. Alrighty, and it goes something like this.